I got love for you, man. You know what, I'm <laughs> what are we talking about? You know, I'm not here to start any trouble. I'm only going to say nice things about you from now on. I think you're handsome, and I think you're a wonderful host. I'm fat and I'm overweight. Just don't say anything silly. I was waiting for you to say that. I'm not laughing about it. You think this is funny? I take this serious. You know, I don't want y'all to take anything that out of context that I'm saying. He's very funny. He likes to joke around a lot. As a personality and as an entertainer, yes. This is going to be really quick. I'm not taking any questions. Go ahead and get comfortable. I'm going to talk for a little bit. You're listening to Cabby Presents, the podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Welcome to 2013, a new year, the same annoying host. I'm Cabby Richards. Hope you had a safe and happy holiday season. If you follow me on Twitter or Instagram, both at The Real Cabby. Uh, you can see all the food I ate over the last week or so, or two weeks. Uh, so that prompted me to hit the gym today with my boy Ari as an ongoing New Year's resolution. I'm probably the only person that has the same New Year's resolution every friggin' year. So again, it's lose some weight. I'm trying to get back to my high school weight. So it's high school weight and try to be a better human. But I think getting back to high school weight will be an easier resolution to hit. Um, some of you may be listening to this right now at the gym, so I salute you. Uh, glad you're back um, checking into the show on iTunes or you're listening to this on the TSN radio network. Uh, and for those of you that haven't had a chance, log into iTunes and uh, leave a comment or ratings under Cabby Presents. I'd appreciate that. And again, I appreciate all the support. And thanks again to iTunes for recognizing this show as one of the best New sports and recreation podcasts of 2012. The show you're listening to, Cabby Presents. And today, I present to you a young star full of talent, full of potential, full of life. We're taking it out to the left coast, and my guest is on the phone right now. If it's going to be uh, an interview, I'm going to conduct it. So I'll answer my own questions, ask myself the questions, then give y'all the answers. Checking in from the West Coast, this young, uh, this young dude would occupy the month of July in an NHL hotties calendar if one were created, taking the place of Mike Medano. Uh, if he became a firefighter, he'd be in that calendar also. Uh, although it's uh, although it's not confirmed that he had any interest in appearing in the movie Magic Mike, he may have reenacted a scene in Las Vegas. I'll ask him about it. I'm not sure. I don't know where that came from. However, I'll ask him about it. Happy New Year to you and welcome Evander Kane of the Winnipeg Jets to Thanks. Cabby Presents. Thanks very much for having me on, Cabby. My pleasure, dude. And uh, for those listening, you can follow him on Twitter uh, at ekane 9 Jets, all one word, EK9 Jets, all one word. Where in the world are you right now? I'm uh, I'm in Vancouver right now, just hanging out. Where? where this lock of 10. Is it uh, sunny Vancouver or rainy Vancouver? You know, it was actually a really nice day today. It was, uh, sun was shining, it was a little chilly, but uh, it was nice to have the sun back out. Really? So that's like, yeah. so like, that's the first, is that the first sunny day of 2013? You know, we've actually had back-to-back sunny days. So wow. Cal- uh, yeah, good, count your good, blessings. Great, great start to uh, 2013 in Vancouver. Yeah, so you, okay, so those two sunny days sprinkle in another probably 14 or 15 for the rest of the year. Uh, no, I don't know what the rest of the year. The summertime in Vancouver is real nice. I've been, there, I've been there a few times yeah. in the summer. I've been lucky where, like, We'll get like the the city will string together three days of sunshine, <laughs> but man, I've been there where it just rained every day, and it's yeah. like, and, no, it rains a lot here. Yeah, and the only thing that can cheer me up is just going to the Cactus Club. Yeah, that's uh, there's a good, there's actually a new one open up on uh, Coal Harbor. Oh, really? And a bunch, yeah, you gotta, so they're holding auditions and everything, so I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure you'll go check that out when it's all finished up. <laughs> I like that you said auditions. Actually, my my, uh, my boy is heading there next week, and he's going to hang with some family, and I told him, just as I said, stay in Yale Town, stay at the Opus, and then just start at the Cactus Club, which is like Kitty Corner from the Opus there, just like, and then I said, have a meal at Joey Bentall, and then maybe even check out one of the Earls at some point. And then at night, just go to Pierre's. Like, like that's yeah. that's. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Pierre's is run down now. It's not the spot to be. There's I, better spots really? to be than that. Oh yeah. 
What are the new spots? Oh, yeah. Oh, there's there's some spots that I'm not going to say on air, but why, dude? There's, 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 there's better spots to be. I'll tell you that right now. Listen, Evander, how, you can't just say there are better spots it, it, and not yeah, name the spots. Here's the thing: there, there, there's there's spots like like Pierre's you talk about. It's like it's like hanging out in your friend's basement. You know what I mean? It's so small in there. It's hot, sweating. I don't like to sweat. You know, like, but listen, but the the basement's like uh, it's a nice basement. Like it's as far as <laughs> as far as the friends that come over to the basement, it's like uh, it, it's it's nice. <laughs> I hear, I hear you. I hear you. Okay, I hear so you. Get, okay, give me one Vancouver recommendation so I can give him or I can text him at the end of this conversation. Well, you know, Bar None's a pretty good spot. Barnett, but that's like that's you know, like they, post. They re, they re, yeah, they re, re- renovated the whole thing. Oh, they did renovate it. Yeah, yeah. The buddy of mine, Jeff Donnelly, you know, he owns all those kind of spots, and they they renovated the whole thing. So it's uh, it's uh, it's a lot better now, and it's uh, it's a good spot to be. Dude, in my lifetime, I saw I met like two eleven out of tens at Barnon, like il- legit elevens. I'm not going to say their names because you. You probably know them, like just but in passing or whatever. No, Kevin, like, Kevin, I don't do I don't do that kind of stuff. No, that I know. You do. Listen, listen. I don't do that kind of stuff that you do. <laughs> uh, that's right. You don't eat drunken pizza at uh, two forty-five a.m. on Granville Street. That's me. Or uh, or end up at is it Sue Hangs? That one. Uh, what's the? I, I don't even know that place. And I've been in the city for a long time. What's Sue the what, What's the one? A Chinese food place right on Granville. It's like the late. Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Right on the corner is there. It Sue, is it Sue Hanks? I can't remember what it's. Someone who's listening to this is like, it's blah, 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 you idiot. It's yeah. how could you forget it? I, <laughs> I can forget it because my eyes were very cloudy when walking in there past three. Actually, my boy Nico took me to a Greek spot once that was yeah. like open, like late, and it was amazing. I'm, I, I'm pretty sure I gained about eight pounds that night. But anyway. Yeah, anyhow. Um, oh wait! Last time I went. Okay. Anyway, I'll tell you. Okay, I'll tell you about the last time. Uh, uh, went, okay, in this conversation, tell me about your New Year's Eve. Uh, you know, I just went to uh, went out for a nice dinner with a couple friends. And uh, where'd you guys go? Uh, we went to Black and Blue. It's a it's a new steakhouse right on Alberni there. Okay. Right coast. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've been I've been yeah. to Coast. I haven't been to that new spot. Yeah, it's a really nice spot. Uh, my buddy owns it, and uh, just had New Year's Eve there, and. Um, pretty much hanging out at the restaurant the whole time. That's that's another great spot to go, even if you just want to kind of have a, have a couple of drinks and mix and mingle and hang out. It's a good spot to be. Yeah, no, mixing and mingling is awesome. That's like, uh, <laughs> that's what I like. Hey, listen, I like I, I'm a social dude, and everybody yeah. everybody likes to meet new friends. Absolutely, you know, there's there's nothing wrong with saying hello and seeing how people are doing. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and uh, sometimes I like to check their temperature. But anyway, uh, yeah. so, uh, so okay, so a couple days ago, Justin Bieber uh, put a photo of his new tattoo on Instagram and immediately got like half a million likes. It's like, um, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's... Uh, I it, haven't. You haven't? Okay. So yeah. it's, it's like the Virgin Mary's hands clasped in prayer. It's on, I think it's on his like left... Uh, foot like uh, uh, just above his ankle and then there are like some roses beneath her hands on the sleeves Uh, my question to you is do you have any tattoos I don't actually I don't have a single uh, tattoo on my body so you must thinking about it maybe getting getting maybe like a half sleeve or something but not sure not sure a half sleeve, dude. That's like yeah. that's that's a lot of ink, man. Yeah, I know. Like, I'm either gonna go, you know, I'm, I'm the type of guy I like to go bare or go home. So, um, <laughs> yeah, you are. I'm either, I'm, either gonna get, I'm either gonna get nothing, or you know, I'm gonna get a a half sleeve. But right <laughs> oh now, gosh. I got nothing. So, have you have you considered any like designs, like any pre like you have the location on your body, boom? But have you thought of any kind of designs or text or whatever you, that you'd like to permanently uh, emblazon on your body? I mean, to be honest, it would have to be something to do with me or, uh, you know, my family. Right. Because that's, you know, you have to live that for the rest of your life. So, of course. Um, I wouldn't get anything, you know, like a, a picture of anything or anything like that. It'd probably be more just design and wording. Would you put your number on your body? Uh, you know what? I, I think I would probably. Maybe not like the actual number or just maybe like nine. I don't know. But uh, nine's always been my number and I love it. So. I think um, I've seen that, that's part of that's part of me. So I mean, like okay. I said, I consider for sure. That's fair. That's fair. I think I've seen other dudes with their numbers on their body. I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah. I, I remember c- covering the Red Wings, and I I feel like there's a dude on the Red Wings that had his number, and I can't I, like I'm thinking it's like 
like a Darren McCarty type or someone like that, but I'm, I'm not entirely yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, um, that, would, that would be a good, good guess. Okay, so in your room, have you in your in your uh, dressing room with in the with the Winnipeg Jets, have you seen any particularly bad tattoos? Ooh, boy, I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I've seen a few questionable ones. <laughs> what, are the, um, what are the questionable I know, ones? Like, I know, like uh, my first year in the league when we were in Atlanta, Eric Bolton was on our team, and he had a picture with uh, like a little devil and a hockey stick on his back shoulder. Oh, that's that's. And he got his, he got it done like I think when he was young and whatnot. But uh, you know, Eric's not a guy you really want to mess with. But uh, <laughs> it was kind of funny to see that uh, see that tattoo on his back there. Is it? But was it like a cool devil where it's like it's particularly sinister, or is it like one of those like comic booky? Not comic book, but more like yeah, cartoony. Cartoon, yeah. It was more of the kind of cartoonish. It wasn't very mean looking. Okay. So uh, <laughs> it, yeah, it was. You know, it, it is what it is. It happens. He got that but, in the uh, eighth grade. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I don't know. He was uh he's a tough guy though, so he backs it up pretty well. Have you seen uh, have you seen any other questionable ones? Um, I mean there's different guys like different things. There's there's definitely some I've seen that I would never get. But uh Is it like you know, the um remember when I don't know if you remember this cuz you're a little younger, but there was a there was a time in like the late 90s where dudes were just getting like barbed wire around their arm. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah and yeah. like you see that now just like, "Oh, you you made a mistake." Yeah, was like, it was so Anderson. trendy at the time. The old Pamela Anderson. Yes, Every, exactly. Everybody was copping her, guys, girls, everybody. Dude, that's a great reference, and she's from Vancouver. <laughs> Fantastic, yeah. dude. I have the, I have a great Pam Anderson story. Next time I see you in real life, I'll tell you the Pam Anderson story. Okay, sounds good. It, it involves, <laughs> it involves. I'm going to say on record the greatest uh, assist of all time. Like Steve Nash is a I great. I, I think I think I might know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay, but we'll keep that off there. Sure, sure, sure. Like <laughs> like in your sport, Wayne Gretzky, the greatest assist man <laughs> in basketball. Steve Nash is is he's close to uh, I think he's close to beating uh, surpassing Mark Jackson for all time assists with over ten thousand or whatever. You know, in football, I guess it's either Peyton Manning or Brett Favre who probably have the most, or or Dan Marino have the most touchdown or, or passes. Or my man RG three. Well, get it done. he's <laughs> he's got quite the trajectory, dude. Did you? Aren't you like a Seattle dude? I saw you at a. Well, I didn't see you, but I saw one of your photos on Twitter. Uh, didn't you go to that Seattle Green Bay game with like the? Yeah, I oh was my that, gosh, that big controversial game there when they uh, electrified the building with that final touchdown or interception, whatever you want to call it. Well, I think it was a touchdown, <laughs> which was ruled. It was ruled uh, incomplete or an interception or something, and like yeah. so that whole stadium must have cheered, no? Because they won the game. Yeah, that was uh, that was actually my first time going down to a Seahawks game, and uh, you know I, I've heard about this twelfth man, I've, I've heard about the crowd, but uh, being there is crazy. And we were actually in uh, an area kind of down by the forty yard line with a bunch of Green Bay fans, and I mean listening to these guys all game was just hilarious. It was comical. I hadn't really. Watched a pro sports game a long time <laughs> since I was in Atlanta. So different, uh, different perspectives looking at his fan point of view. Dude, um, how many times did anybody confuse you for Russell Wilson's little brother or cousin while you were there? <laughs> um, actually, my uh, my girlfriend's aunt uh, knew I was coming down because she has family in Seattle, and uh, she actually mentioned that to me as well. But uh, I got I got everything. I mean, in Atlanta, it was uh, Drake or Chris Brown. Re- and, Chris uh, Brown, you don't look like Chris and, uh, Brown. I know. I know. I Nor do you look hair. like Drake. I don't have blonde hair and a nose ring. I mean, right. Come on. <laughs> and neck tattoos uh, of Rihanna. Yeah, exactly. But oh. uh, I got the Alistair Overeem, the skinnier version. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That dude is everything. a monster. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what they're talking keep talking about with the skinnier version. I think they're about the same size. <laughs> Yeah, you're weighing in about two sixty five, just all all just jacked concrete. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, I'm getting up there. And if you and if you had to and if you had to take a drug test, your pee would be purple, wouldn't it? Um, no, no, it'd be uh, clean as an arrow, <laughs> clean and crisp and straight as an arrow. No problem. <laughs> uh, arrows are dirty; they have blood on them. No, 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 not the ones I shoot. <laughs> I, don't, I don't kill. I'm not a killer. <laughs> So uh, I was, uh, okay, this tattoo thing, I was, uh, last time I was in Vegas, I saw a girl, dude, I was staying at the Aria, and this girl was walking around in the lobby, and she had, she's wearing like a um, a gray uh, miniskirt, and she had two pink bows 
on the back of her, like on her quad, not her quads, her um, hamstrings. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. No, not even, maybe even on her calves. No, 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 they're, they're on her hamstrings. And I was oh, like, hands? wow. And they looked terrible. And I'm like, when you're 48 years old, you're not going to have the same body as you do now. And that's just going to look awful. And okay, I, I mean, and it's, I, it's I, the world we live in today. You're right. Every say it's instant gratification, man. Everybody's just living for right now. Uh, you know, it's uh, there's nothing wrong with that, but uh, I suppose. You know, like, like I like I said, there's a lot of there's a lot of weird people out there, and it's just the way it is. Did you see? Uh, have you seen Little Wayne recently, Evander? Uh no, I have not. Dude, actually, I I just saw this yesterday. Uh, Little Wayne got the word baked tattooed to his forehead. His forehead has the word "baked" tattooed yeah. on it. Uh, apparently, I, like I, I don't know what I. Apparently, the story is he uh, either he started this skateboard company called Baker, or he really loves this skateboard company called Baker, and he's yeah. and he and he tattooed the word "baked" onto his forehead. Now, if like if Little Wayne got paid a hundred million dollars from the U.S. government as part of an anti-drug campaign, I get it. I'm like, okay, that's smart. That's that's a hundred million dollars. That's a bit. That's a that's a generational investment in your your kids and their kids' kids and all. I get it. But if not, if he just got the word "baked" tattooed to his forehead because of a company, then Lil Wayne really is a Martian. Your thoughts? You know. Um... I mean, Little Wayne, if, if you look at the guy, he, I think it all speaks for itself. You know, he has numerous tattoos of a variety of different topics and subjects and things. And, um, <laughs> you know, uh, I wasn't, uh, when you told me that the word tattooed baked on there, I thought, you know, maybe he just really likes weed. He's like Snoop. You know, he likes to smoke it off. But, right. Uh, Which is, makes, um, makes sense. That's part of know, his not, track record. But you know what? He, he can make the argument. You know, he's a businessman. It's his business. It's his company. He's just promoting it. But do you, you think could, you, could, you, could, you could make that argument? Okay. But at the same time, would I do something like that if I was promoting even myself? Absolutely not. No way. <laughs> you're, you're too pretty for face <laughs> but, tattoos. But uh, you know, like you said, I mean, would, let's for this. Let me ask you a question, Cabby. Would you tattoo? I don't know. Look, Cabby, my man, Cabby, my man D on your forehead <laughs> for five million dollars. I would not. I would because I, I I would like you to would continue not. a career in television. <laughs> and if I had something written on my forehead, every person at home would be like, "This guy is the biggest idiot in, alive. Why am I listening to this clown?" I mean, they already think I am. They already know that I am an idiot and a clown. But this would like give them even more reason to be like, "This guy is a is a mother bleeping idiot." So to to put, I I don't even know if I put my man D on my body. Like unless something happened to my man D, and I hope it doesn't. If something happened to my man D, and he's and he and then he goes to heaven, then I would seriously consider it. Maybe I'm the shoulder. Or... No, 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 no. We don't need to get into that. No, that's, that's, <laughs> but that's why I got to take it. Cool. Avenger, that's that. where it's got to go. Okay, fair enough. You got tattoos? No, I don't have any, man. I there you go. There, there you was, go. Keep it clean. Keep it clean. Hey, exactly. Uh, clean's the way to go. How old? Are you? You're what? Twenty two? How old are you? Twenty one. Just turned twenty one. You just turned. When was your birthday? Uh, August second. Oh, okay, so you're okay. You'll be twenty two this year. When I was twenty, I'll tell you this: there was a period for about two months I wanted to get the ace ace of hearts on my shoulder. Because I thought yeah. it was like some kind of playboy. Could you imagine how ridiculous? I couldn't even wake up in the morning now if that was on my shoulder. I'd be like the the biggest, that would be the, the dumbest tattoo of all time next to Little Wayne's tattoo. Now the word baked on his forehead if I got the ace of hearts on my shoulder. So I'm happy that I, that ta- that period in time. Uh, it, you know, my desire for a tattoo subsided because I would be literally a laughing stock for any girl I took my shirt off in front of. <laughs> she would be like, "You're you're you're joking, right?" I'm like, "What do you mean?" And then it, and be, I, then I would sheepishly. It'd be different. It'd be different if you're a poker player or a gambling man, but uh, right. Obviously, well, that's, obviously that's not the case. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Well, I I gamble sometimes, and uh, yeah, those, well, aren't, yeah, those aren't the yeah, smart yeah. gambles. Right, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so now I have I have I have so three other uh, facial tattoos I want to bring up, and I want to get your thoughts on these three tattoos. You have the game who has uh, who once had a butterfly tattoo by his right eye, but covered it up with the L.A. Dodgers tattoo, the L.A. Dodgers logo. 
yeah. because yeah. Uh, he yeah. was catching some flack for the butterfly. Your thoughts on that, Tat? You know, I, it's like uh, it's like what my dad said. I remember I wanted to get my ears pierced when I was really young and uh, whatnot. And he's like, "You already have enough holes in your head. Why put any more?" <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? So I mean, it's yes. like it's like okay, I got a tattoo on my shoulder, I got my back, and everything. What's the one on my face? It's just it's just not my cup of tea. It's not what I'm interested in. I mean, some girls might like that. Uh, you know. He likes the L.A. Dodgers. Maybe he's a big fan. I don't know. I mean, I'm not judging anybody for uh, what they want to do themselves as long as they're not hurting me. It doesn't really bother me. But uh, L.A. Dodgers, I would have went with uh, the Atlanta Braves, to be honest. Okay, well, he, he the game is from Compton, so he's very much an L.A. dude. So I I, yeah. I, am, I guess that's why. I put, feel that. He, he has some more love. It's better than the butterfly for sure. Yes, it is. Okay, sure. so so there's, so there's so if we're on a, a poker table on the green felt, boom, there's the, two, there's the L.A. Dodger card. I'm going to one-up the card with Gucci Mane's tattoo of an ice cream cone on yes. his face. Yes, I am. Very uh, familiar with that. Living in Atlanta for two years. Wait, oh, of course, uh, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's. I, I don't know what to say. The guy likes ice cream. Do, do you think Gucci yeah, Mane just he, needs he, a hug? He's, he's probably. <laughs> I think. I think a hug or a education you know, uh, <laughs> or uh, like a high school education. <laughs> I hope he's not listening to this. I don't want to be in his bad books, but uh, <laughs> no, he. Uh, I think he needs a, a big hug, or you know, maybe he just needs a shoulder to lean on. But uh, does he ever? But, but 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 yeah, that's again, that's almost as bad as the butterfly. You know, what he, wanna... you know what he really needs. Gucci Mane needs friends. Like he need you need some dudes to be like, like, hey man, uh, hey, I'm thinking about getting a tattoo. Oh, cool. Like a, of what? Oh, I was gonna get a ice cream cone on my face, and yeah, then he if, just if, if, if you know Gucci at all, um, if you are a friend of his, it's probably just best to agree. <laughs> Whatever he says. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get a tattoo of an ice cream. That sounds like a plan to me. I want to get one too. That's probably what his friends say. So, oh, um, man, he just, you can't blame the guy. He, but he, but he, I blame him because he doesn't have like legit friends, and I blame the people around him. Fair enough. Somebody, Fair some, enough. somebody should have grabbed him by his shirt collar and be like, "Listen, I'm going to throw you in the river if you do if you do that." And then the last Fair. one, which is now iconic, oh, it's God. it's Mike Tyson's. Uh, tattoo of which, uh, which I guess is uh, is it to honor or, or symbolize the Maori in, uh, in New Zealand, you know, the uh, the indigenous people of New Zealand, and okay. perhaps, okay. but you know the, the Mike Mike Tyson Mike Tyson's tattoo, the black ink yes, with the yes 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 uh, with well, the sharp edges. Um, well, I, I I I appreciate the education on this tattoo because I was unaware of that. Yeah, that's apparently it's it's uh, you know, and I just interviewed Mike Tyson and I didn't. Ask him because I didn't want to be. I feel like people would ask him that all the time, and I didn't want to. Mm-hmm. Like you know, when I when I talk to you, I ask you stuff that you probably haven't been asked because no, it's, it's refreshing to be honest, Gabby. Well, thank you. Uh, and it's it mostly really because is. I'm an idiot and that I just don't come up with like. Uh, you know what? That's not the word that comes to mind when you ask questions. Other <laughs> people, yes, but not you. <laughs> so I, I didn't have the guts to ask Tyson, but that's what I read is uh, he was honoring the. The Maoris. Okay, so Tyson's iconic facial tattoo uh, of the four. We got Little Wayne baked uh, uh, L.A. Dodgers on the go- the game's face. And for those who are unfamiliar with the game, the game is a hip hop artist from Compton, Gucci Mane, another hip hop. I don't know why just black people are doing stupid sh- crap like this, man. We 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 hashtag we have to do better. And then there's uh, Gucci, Gucci Mane, who's another hip hop artist with an ice cream cone on his face. And then there's Mike Tyson, who's a an icon. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Mike's is definitely takes the cake. He's the winner in this one. He has the best one out of the, out of the four, and he's also, uh, you know, holds the title for you know one of the baddest men on the planet. Oh, one hundred percent by far. So I mean, you know, Mike, you know, Mike's a, you know, he's a different guy. I mean, I watched his documentary, uh, which was amazing, times, amazing, which was un- unbelievable. Could you, and, uh, could you, ima- Vander? Could you imagine you being that honest about like it? It was as though the cameras weren't there, and he was just talking and being like, well, like it, 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 it gives people a good understanding of uh, you know coming from nothing, and then you know, like you said, being an icon worldwide, and 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 people don't understand how difficult that is, um, and and all the things that come with that, and and having to deal with uh, 
you know, all the different punches that get thrown your way. And um, watching that, it was it was unbelievable the hard work and dedication that he put into the sport of boxing. And, uh, you know, uh, Otto, you know, kind of taking him under his wing uh, at a young age and, you know, having him pass away. I mean, the guy made over, I don't know, $300, $400 million in his career. And, you know, now he's, you know, Definitely doesn't have that kind of money anymore, but you know it's 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 people believe it or not it's it's easy it's easy to spend money when you're making money. That's like true. That. Well, yeah, it I mean, <laughs> shout out to your boy Floyd Mayweather, which we'll get Floyd. to in just in just a second. <laughs> so, okay, so you mentioned a couple of things. Uh, Customato, who was uh, Mike Tyson's mentor, and and he was like the. He was like the master, and Tyson was the student. And Tyson was actually a, a really knowledgeable student of boxing. Like his 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 knowledge of the history and certain fighters was really impressive. If you hear him in interviews and like when he was like a teenager and then like a young man. So anyway, so I interviewed Mike Tyson. I went to his house uh, oh, wow. last year, and yeah. he j- he lives just outside of Las Vegas. He lives in Henderson, Nevada, about fifteen minutes. Yeah. Um, and it was like when I walked into his home, I was like, I can't believe I'm in Mike Tyson's house. And it doesn't look like the one in the hangover. The hangover, they just rented a house. Because yeah. I thought it was going to, like, hey, did they actually use Tyson's house? But, uh, uh, but the thing in his place is there are pigeons. And uh, I did ask him about his tigers. But th- this whole thing about Las Vegas, how did you get onto the rooftop in that one photo, Evander? The rooftop. No, see, here's the thing. I mean, I was on the rooftop. I because uh, it looks like a, it looks that, like the same was, spot was, from the hangover. No, that was at the Cosmopolitan. Yeah. Okay, first and foremost. Okay. Um, I'm I was in the penthouse suite, the very top floor, and it was just out in the balcony. Oh. The, Cosm- but... the Cosmopolitan's like the only hotel in Vegas that actually has balconies in their penthouses. Wow, I like so, how you roll, kid. Uh, so, so, yeah, so that's what... Uh, okay, but... Okay, it, 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 well, <laughs> <laughs> it was on the rooftop. <laughs> that's what I'm sure. It looked, it, looked like the, it looked like the same background or the same yeah, backdrop yeah. as as the, the, hangover. the hangover. So, yeah, so yeah. if you're in that space, so I just want to know which one of your buddies tried to do the Wolfpack speech when you're up there? Um, you know, that's funny. The, it, we actually, I was only with two buddies on that trip. But uh, early in the summer when I had turned 21, I went down and kind of for my birthday weekend with another buddy. It was his birthday in uh, mid-August, and there was about uh, eight of us. Oh, my gosh. And we actually had a few speeches uh, <laughs> go on and, uh, you know, just kind of had a few rules, a uh, couple ground rules and a couple things we, we weren't going to do when we got back home to Vancouver and weren't going to say. So, um, you know. It's, uh, Give it's, me... the, the hangover was very inspired. I think a lot of people <laughs> and uh, opened up a whole lot of different doors. <laughs> uh, so what does that mean exactly, Evander? Um, you know, like I said, we had those speeches for a reason, Kevin. <laughs> and uh, part, of, part, part of those speeches were uh, not disclosing any information. <laughs> so, Give me one. Of, okay, that's the main ground rule. Give me another ground rule. You said there are a couple of ground rules, or was that the only rule? What happens here stays here. That was pretty much the only rule, you know. We mapped out a, we, we, we mapped out a plan of attack, and you know, I just want to did what we need to. You know, but Vegas. The thing about Las Vegas, they have some unbelievable restaurants there, like Blue Ribbon at the Cosmopolitan. Unbelievable. It's by far the best restaurant I've ever ate at. I the the greatest steak I ever had in my life was at Tao. At I can't I think Tao was at the Morocco. the Venetian or the Venetian or yeah the Venetian Plaza yeah. Um, I had this Kobe beef steak and it was unbelievable. The greatest steak I've ever had. It's actually my, actually my top five meals of all time. So I'm with you, uh, that Vegas has, well, I mean, they have world-class chefs there and, and unbelievable restaurants. Um, but they also have world-class friends. Um, pardon me? Friends? They, yeah. They're, they're, world, you know, they're world-class friends that, you know, that come, come in and out and. Well, I guess you're accurate on that since, you know, there's, there's people all over the world from that, that go to Las Vegas. Right. So I can't disagree with you there. Right, right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, I just want to know who brought the Rufal in if we're going back to Hangover. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, Cavs, I, I, I want to make this very clear. And uh, on air, specifically, um, I, uh, I, I do not and have never done a drug in my life. No, I'm not saying you did, Evander. I, 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 I totally get it. But I just want to make that perfectly clear. So I don't get any phone calls from anybody talking about how this and that, that came to this and that, because that's just not true. 
Listen, Evander, so, I look at I know that I know that you don't. You're with a crew. You're with a crew of seven other dudes. Like it's a good yeah. squad. It's some you're, oh, the crew, the, it's a good, it was a good squad, yeah. Yeah, those are like your road dogs and there are a couple of wolves in that like legit wolves in that wolf pack, which there should be in a group of eight. And just in, in continuing with the theme of the speeches and what happens and yes. thing and then boom. Yes, yes. And you're taking the photo and the in the, the like the hangover view. And then I just want to know about the Rufalin. The Rufalin. Um, well, I mean, Rufalin in, in quotes here. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We can, we can um, move on. We know, can move on. Vegas is like, uh, you know, it was the first time I ever went. Was that was the first time when you turned 21? I turned 21, yeah. It's the first time I've ever been. Oh, no, I didn't really want to, I didn't want to go down there and not be able to do anything and, of course. and have fun. So, uh, you know, you got the pool parties in the summer. We went down for... Uh, the Labor Day long weekend there, mm, and uh, you know we were at what Republic, and uh, yeah, oh boy, that's just a, you know we were at uh, on that Sunday, there, right? And, or, or no, what Republic? No, I'm thinking of is that the Hard Rock Hotel? No, we, we, no, 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 what Republic is at the MGM? Ah, uh, yes. And um, then we were at Surrender the next day, and I mean pool party, and then you go out and pool party, you go out. It's 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 a tough place to 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 stay in for uh, any more more than three days, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I totally because, agree. Uh, because, I mean, you're... Your body takes a beating. Yes, it does because In of more the ways sun. Than one. Because of the yes, sun and sorry, yes, yeah, the, only one way. Sorry, only one way. The sun yeah, and the dancing. That's it. The sun and the dancing. And then you and get dehydrated because of the, the sun all, and, and you're then dancing. You all this water. Yes. The, the, all, the, all this H2O on the rocks. Right. All, yes. All those libations. It's just very. <sighs> it's tough. It's, it's tough. But you know, there's there's so much to do there. You can go to the gun range. You, you know. You can go. You can go race Ferraris. It's unbelievable what you can do down there. I, uh, a friend of mine went uh, doom buggy racing, I think, or or yeah, go car or yeah, some, something yeah, to that yeah. effect, which yeah, I think would be dope. Hey, yeah, so so quick question. I know you caught a lot of slack for that one photo. Do you think it was because of the pose or because of the amount of stacks that you had in that in that photo? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, you know, I don't know what it was. It was it was it was meant as a joke uh, directed at Floyd Mayweather, nobody else, and. Uh, you know, I guess people were just looking for something to talk about. And, you know, like I said before, I wasn't meaning to uh, offend anybody. But, um, you know, I'm not going to apologize for it because, like I said, it was a joke. And, you know, I thought it was a funny picture. And a lot of other people did as well. Maybe maybe it was just maybe just the pose. Maybe, you like, if you were, like, throwing the money in the air or if you had, like, a baseball bat or, like, a tennis racket and you're, like, batting money out of the air. Yeah, I guess maybe if it was – I guess you don't – maybe you're right. Maybe or – or, or, Maybe we should go back down there and retake a few. And you should. Next time. Test them out next time. Evander, next time, bring stacks of Canadian tire money so you can be like, this right. is clearly a joke, but you have you have stacks on stacks on stacks. Right, right. Racks yeah. on racks on racks on racks on racks. My buddy actually, uh, I don't know if you remember seeing this picture. It was like a Mexican drug bust, and there was like a Come room on, full of hundreds. Come on, in real life? There's like, yeah, there's like a room full of hundreds. Like the whole room is packed to the room. And he sent me a picture. He's like, "Tweet this right after that. Right after I was starting to get all this thing." Like, and I had a good laugh about that because that would that that would really think. Did you over the did top. you actually tweet it though? No, I didn't. No, tweet yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it would have been funny. But uh, like I said, some people have a different sense of humor than others. But uh, like I said, I'm not going to apologize for it because you know, like I said, it was a joke. It wasn't meaning to uh, say, "Hey, look how much money I have" or anything like that. It was just a. Uh, like I said, it was like it was a good run at the tables, and you know that's what that's what can happen in Vegas. Dude, one you turn you must have turned into Allen from The Hangover. Just <laughs> you just fell into a zone, or like Will Ferrell in old school when he's doing on the at the debates, and he's debating against James Carville, and just like black. I'm sorry, I blacked out, and he yeah, just like yeah. it just kept piling. Okay, two questions about that. Uh, one, did Floyd Mayweather respond to you? No, Either by a DM to, or no, or by no. Uh, he he is not. He did not respond to that. I don't know if he didn't want to be a part of the all the hate, but uh, he has responded in the past. He has responded to you in the past. Yes, yes, about different things, but uh, oh. he, he he didn't respond to that. So does does what did okay, what did Floyd Mayweather uh, respond to you in the past about? Like did did he what, did he respond like on his as a reply or as a DM? No, as a DM. So Floyd Mayweather's following you on Twitter? 
No, he doesn't, and it's and it's and it's and it's, and it's sad because he would follow me for a second. Yeah, and I and I and I actually actually I actually meant to tell him that too, and I forgot. I said, follow follow the kid consistently. Support <laughs> he supports he supports the the the, the you know the African American NBA players. He loves that. He's big on that. I'm like, well, support some brothers in the NHL. Yeah, why not, you know, man? Why not? Why not? We got we got we got to go down to Vegas and, and, and straighten him out at his gym. You know you know and, who would support you, <laughs> Manny Pacquiao. Ah, don't say that. Don't what are you talking? What do you mean? I love Manny Pacquiao. Oh, I love. I, I did, st- you, did you love him getting t- knocked out by uh, by Marquez? No, I didn't love that. Well. But hey, that was a great fight because both of them knocked each other down, and then it was it was it was a really entertaining fight. I, and actually, I was supposed to go to that fight. Were you had really? I was. Yeah. I what was happened? Supposed to go to that, but uh, what happened? I wasn't able to go down there and make it. I was, I was invited. Me and my buddy were going to go down, and and then I watched the fight on TV. Obviously, I bought the pay per view, and um, I was I was kicking myself and thinking, what a fight that was too. I would have been unbelievable to be down for that. Yeah, like it was but. it was amazing. So I, um, uh, you know, we're speaking of these dudes who have like, I don't know, who have like the bodies of superheroes and the almost like the agility in the hands of like superheroes. And I was, um, I recently saw the movie Jack Reacher with Tom Cruise. I don't know if you saw that one. Um, no. It, it was actually very good. I really enjoyed it. But this year, there have been several like superheroes and action movie characters. There's, you know, James Bond had Skyfall. Um, there was a Batman movie, so that's Bruce Wayne earlier this summer. And then there's also a Spider Man movie, and that's Peter Parker. I, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but on, there's, a, there's an action movie name generator on this website. Uh, at Vulture, and I'm just going to punch your name in, Evander Kane, and see what your action movie name would be. Now, I've played around with this, and then if you just keep if you just keep your name in there and just keep hitting submit, it changes your nickname. So I'm going to hit it like five times and just and you pick the the best one. Okay. All right, here we good. go. The action movie name generator. I just punched in Evander Kane. I get Randall Coltrane, Nick Vaughn. Mick Wise, Nick Cutler, Deke Gibson. This is what you, this is what you would be in, a, in an action movie. Your character's name. Uh, none of those are particularly great. Shane McShane. That's <laughs> kind of funny. Oh wow. Uh, Shane Craven, Wes Whitman, Nick McClue, McCoy Wise. You could be McCoy Wise. You'd be a smartass in a movie. I feel like you have some smartass tendencies in real life, so you can you can play that on screen. Oh, ooh, Sly Vaughn. Okay. Sly okay. Vaughn, dude. If you like, if you like, slick your hair back, Sly Vaughn. You just wear some like aviators. Had a, you know, have a, you know, a toothpick. Yeah. Sly, yeah, Sly yeah, Vaughn. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't know if you, I don't know if you liked any of those. Should I keep going? You know what? There, I, there's a lot of Nicks. I'm not a, I'm not a Nick guy. Yeah, but remember, you're playing a character in an action movie. It's not you. It's the, the character. You know, but you know, if, you know, good actors, right? They they want to be they want to be that character twenty four seven when they're when they're on set. Oh, like method if, acting. If, you know what I mean? Like if you watched, uh, if you read about Django and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, he didn't want to call Jamie Fox N word, but obviously, you know, they they needed him to do that. So in order for in order for Leonardo DiCaprio to feel comfortable doing that, apparently on set they had to refer to him as who he was. On the movie, and uh, in the movie, um, and and he couldn't even speak to Jamie Fox and even look at him the whole time on set. Wow, yeah, uh, I think his character's name was, the role. was Calvin Candy, and his and his plantation Correct. was Candyland. Candyland, Candyland. Wow, really I didn't good know movie, that. By the way, really good movie. See, I disagree. I, I didn't like it. You, you didn't like it? No, I, I I did not like Django Unchained. Why? Well, uh, uh, three things. Can I ask you why? Yeah, of okay. course. Three things. One, there's. Uh, this love story between Django and uh, Broomhilda. And and this is actually the first time I'm explaining why I didn't like the movie, because I put it out on Twitter, and a lot of people have asked me, and this is why I didn't like it. So it's supposed to be a love story, but Tarantino yeah. never shows us them in love. He never shows us, like, them... That, I don't even think they kiss in any of their flashbacks. They show us, like like a horrific tragedy in the flashback, but you don't, you never get a sense that they're actually in love so that you can feel the moment when they meet spoiler alert, uh, that, you know, you feel this kind of euphoria, like, Oh, finally they've, they've met and he's, and he, and he's got his woman. You, you don't, you don't get that emotional connection to the love story. That's one. 
Okay. Number two, the lang- the I I personally never used the the word the N word, yeah. and, and yeah. even in the music that we both love, yeah. I I don't say the word because I just think it's really ignorant. Even though some of some of the best songs have that word in it, like Paris, I don't say the word. I'll say ninjas. Um, yeah. So that mo- yeah, yeah. every time I heard the word in its purest, most despicable way, yeah, it, it just punched me in the face, and I just it, it was it, it felt like three hundred times, but apparently it's a hundred and ten times. And in the movie Lincoln, which is about the abolition of slavery that Steven Spielberg just, he did, it's out at the same time. It's out right now. The yeah. word was only said once, and yeah. they're both both. Tarantino and Spielberg are going for sort of this authenticity of the time, but Tarantino has this fascination with the word, I believe, and I just it just took me out of the movie. I'm like, holy cow, like, I get it, I get it. They said the word in that time, I get it. Okay, and like the last thing, I know I'm going on a little bit. No, no. The last thing was what the, what the victims go through in the movie, the, the slaves, you know, the, yeah. the harshness of their torture and their punishment doesn't compare to what the villains get as they're come up in. So you have a dude, you have these two black men fighting this Mandingo fight, and they're ripping each other to pieces. You have this dog that's ripping a slave to pieces. But then you have the most vile characters in the movie. They just get shot once. Shot or blown up. Yeah, but no, but yeah. like, oh, Tarantino gets blown up. I, oh, sorry, guys. Whoever hasn't seen it, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I Anyway, but like, yeah. but the main villains, you're talking, like, I'm talking about like uh, the Colonel Sanders character, Don Johnson, yeah. and yeah. then DiCaprio. Like, it's just one simple boom. And even the two brothers that, that uh, they, their original mission to find these two brothers were Christopher Vault so, and, yeah, and Jamie Foxx go on. The three brothers, yeah. yeah. the one guy gets whipped a little bit, and then he just gets shot. Yeah. But the dudes aren't getting like, I don't know, man. So, so I didn't feel like the retribution uh, was, yeah. I, it didn't, I didn't feel like there was uh, enough of uh, uh, it, the payoff. It, the payoff didn't work for me. I'm sorry that was so long, but that, those are my feelings. No, no, I, I totally, I totally get, and, and uh, I, I, I understand what you're talking about. If, if, if everybody doesn't, but um, <laughs> it's, I, it's a I, tough I get, one. For, it was a tough it. one for me it. to watch. I, I get it. It was, it was, and I, I didn't really know what the movie was completely about going into it because I had, see, I'd seen the movie uh, at a premiere in Vancouver a couple of days before it came out. Oh, okay. And um, I mean, I liked it because it was. It's it's a movie that you know, like you said, it doesn't get made very often. Did they use the? Was I surprised that they used the the N word so much? Absolutely, I was shocked to be honest. But to see like a guy like Jamie Fox and I mean, you know, Samuel Jackson's character, holy cow! Like that that one that, <laughs> like, that one was, was like unbelievable. he was he was pretty despicable, and actually he was Gosh, probably the I'm, most. That was unbelievable. One of the most authentic characters, I guess, for the time, because there were people like that who cared more about. Their, you know, know, the plantation owner than yeah. the people that look like them because they were so yeah. brainwashed. It yeah. was a tough one, but yeah. Anyway, a lot of people love Django Unchained. I didn't care for it so much. You enjoyed it. Listen, the first like fifteen minutes, he had me. It was cool. Like yeah, when Christopher yeah, yeah. Waltz Walt first gets. Uh, I you love know, that guy. I love that guy. Yeah, he's an unbelievable <laughs> actor. And he was. Yeah. I mean, he was also brilliant in Inglorious Bastards. In, uh, in I think he played uh, what was his character's name? Hans Lanza or Lanta or something. Yeah. He was yeah. amazing in, th- in that. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on. I won't. I won't keep you too. I won't keep you too much longer. No I um. Uh. I was um, on uh, every year. There's uh, actually I'll get to this one on uh, on New Year's Day. I think it was New Year's Day. There mm-hmm. was um, you know in one of the papers out here, a kid, a 22 year old kid, was arrested uh, for for what they call stunt driving and uh, speeding on the Gardner Expressway here in Toronto. The kid was driving 187 in a 100 kilometer zone. I remember seeing Alex Ovechkin on E60 on ESPN. And uh, Rachel Nichols was doing the interview, and they were driving in his Benz. And she asked him how fast he's gone. I think he said 160 miles per hour. What's mm-hmm. the? Uh, and so this kid in Toronto who went 187, uh, he had his license suspended, and his and of course he was driving a Honda Civic. It was impounded for a week. What's the fastest that you've driven? Oof. 
Cabby. Uh, <laughs> it was it was in it was in the United States of America. Okay. It was in Atlanta. It was in yeah, Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. It was yeah. In Atlanta. It was. Uh, actually, I'll I'll tell you two things. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I love it. Uh, the first time I came home ever from a road trip, so it was actually uh, it was the second game. Second game around the road in St. Louis after I scored my first goal, and we came home from that trip. And, you know, first time coming home, it's like 3.30 in the morning, Atlanta. They got these huge, like, 14-lane highways. Nobody's on the road. And, you know, everybody wants to get home as soon as possible, obviously, right? So, you know, the guys have all their sports cars, and they're just ripping, 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 ripping home. And uh, so I'm, I'm driving pretty fast and, you know, just keeping up with the boys. And uh, I go over to the side of the road, and there's a cop, and there's lights on. He has a car pulled over. And guess who? Guess who I see pulled over? Our entire coaching staff. No way, <laughs> really. Over. John John Anderson, Todd Nelson, and uh, Randy Kennyworth. <laughs> I mean, Atlanta is really bad. Like they have, there's tons of cops on the road. In terms of that, but uh, it was just funny to see, you know, first road trip coming home at night. And uh, the coaching staff is the one of everybody getting pulled over. That's road so funny. Speed, but. Uh, it was funny. But, so wait, um, so did you guys, did they get, like, ripped and, like, I don't know, I yeah, guess yeah, chirped? Oh, yeah. every, but, every, every, everybody saw him, but, I mean, it's, uh, like I said, Atlanta, I mean, every five miles there's a cop on the road pointing a radar gun at you, so you got to be careful. Okay, so you didn't answer but, the question. Uh, but the, but the getting to your question now, um, the fastest I've ever gone is in my Camaro, and I got, like, 140 miles an hour. Ah, uh, so you're, you're that's, moving. That's, that's, that's the most I could uh, so wait, wait. Get, the, get the courage to get up to. <laughs> what is that? In, is that like 220 or 240? I'm not exactly uh, sure. I know. That would, that would probably be, no, that would probably be like. All I know is 100 miles an hour least, is 160. At least 240. Oh, so you're flying. You have a Camaro? Yeah. That was the first car I ever bought. Do you still have it? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, our, uh, I, you must have seen this over the past. I'll, I'll get you out on the air on this. Um, I guess it was yesterday. Uh, Ray Lewis, uh, announced his retirement from the NFL in mm-hmm. my generation. And I grew up watching Michael Jordan. Ray Lewis is the single greatest leader in, in sports period in my generation. And I, and I watched Michael Jordan I know they mm-hmm. say that the hallmark of a great leader is to make other people better, and obviously it helped Scottie Pippen, and obviously it helped Tony Kukoc, and he gave the confidence to Steve Kerr and John Paxson to be great three-point shooters in moments of the clutch. Michael mm-hmm. Jordan, a great, the, the, the greatest in basketball ever. But Ray Lewis, as a leader, as the emotional center, almost he was like the emotional center for a sport for like a yeah. good 10, 12 years. Um if if Ray Lewis gave you a speech, Evander Kane, for three minutes, just talking to you, what's the thing that he could get you to do that you wouldn't do otherwise? Uh, I don't know. That's a good, that's a tough question. Get me to do that I wouldn't do otherwise? Are you talking about on the ice? No. Well, it could, it could be on the ice. It could be just in life. Because I feel like everything. He, I mean, he. he I don't know. I I think I think the thing with Ray Lewis that separates him from other people is that, you know. A lot of people sometimes are afraid to say what's on their mind or, or, or what they think. And I think, uh, you know, it's, it's t- and, and, I, and I think when you're leading by example and you're backing up on the field, there should be no issue with being able to say what you think because you're backing everything up that you're saying. And I think that's, 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 that's why he's such a good leader because he goes out there and he backs up on the field. He's, I mean, you watch him come out for his, uh, you know, his pregame presentation. It's electrifying. It gives people chills. It's like Shaq at the All Star game, you know. <laughs> <laughs> in you a know? different way, yeah. Shaq's usually in a, dancing. In a different way. He's a little more jokey. You know, Shaq's a bit more of a jokester. Ray Lewis is a serious guy, but but he means what he says and, and he backs it up. And I mean, that's that's the difference. It's it's. There's nothing more frustrating than having to listen to somebody that doesn't back up what they're saying. Has that happened to you? It happens all the time. I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I'm, I, anything, anything I'll tell anybody or say to somebody, I won't say unless I can't back it up or unless I'm not going to do it. Hmm. So, so you I stick mean, to your word is what you're saying. Uh, yeah, I should, as best I mean, you can. I, I, I like to think so. And I mean, when it comes to sports and stuff like that, I think you know your leaders have to be, uh, you know, the guys that uh, go out there and, and back it up every night. If Ray Lewis was speaking to you for three minutes in a room. 
I have three three options for you. You let me know which one you think that Ray Lewis can motivate you, Evander Kane, to do. The first is run for the mayor of Vancouver's office. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, do you think he'd be able to motivate you to do that? What's well, what are the other two options? Okay. Uh, walk into okay. a room of executives completely naked. And, okay. the th- and the third one is <laughs> skydive without a parachute. Oh, hell. Oh. Okay, well, that's... <laughs> You're like, oh, hell. Oh, I was he gonna, is he yeah, going to motivate me to kill myself? Option, the third one's not even an option. <laughs> but uh, the second one, I mean, if the price is right, that's that's, that's mm-hmm. something I, I don't need Ray Lewis for. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but the uh, second, probably, probably the first one. He can get you to run I for mayor of Vancouver. I can see that, yeah. He'd be, he could be my number two or number one, whatever he wants to be. He can, yeah. I mean, he's he's an inspirational guy, and I mean, I'm sure his teammates, guys that know him real well, um, they, he's probably helped a lot of guys uh, in their career and and in their personal life. And like I said, he's an inspirational guy, and he obviously cares about his team and, and the guys that are around him. So, um, you know, running for running for off or for office or anything to do with politics is a is a tough thing. So <laughs> maybe, maybe 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 when I'm like 55, 60. Uh, you can maybe talk me into that. Sounds good. And he'll be 80, and he'll still be giving speeches at uh, university campuses probably all over the world and in boardrooms and in... Oh, he'll probably uh, be a football in, coach. Yeah, or, or in, like, classrooms or, or gymnasiums, just inspiring everybody because yeah. he's, he's got it. Uh, have you ever seen anybody cry in a speech? Um. Oh, yeah. You have? Oh, yeah. Like, in sports, like, like in yeah, hockey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not like in a, like not like in a in a pregame speech, but like more of a post game type of thing. Dudes have cried. Why? Not like not not. Well, like like know. choked. Like maybe not cried, like guys, but choked are, up or like teared yeah, up. Yeah, guys, guys get emotional. Yeah, not like not like bawling their eyes out or anything, but uh, but uh, you know, guys get emotional, and and that's and you know that's not that's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, guys are guys are emotional. And they they want to win, or when you sometimes when you have a big win, it, uh, it really. Uh, it really uh, hits guys in a in a different spot. So, but definitely, I've seen it. All right. Have you? Uh, did it? Did it move you to tears also, or did you? Were you um, just? Or was it just no. really awkward in the room? Um. It's there's 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 times where it's been uh, a little bit of both, but usually, um, you know, you understand where that person's coming from, and uh, you know, you can uh, have a have a have a level of appreciation for it. Well, Evander, I, I like that we ended on this mature note. I, I, I like it as well. Yeah, you know, we, we spoke about Vegas and new friends and places to go in Vancouver and really bad face tattoos and, uh, and you know, stacks on stacks on stacks. And, you know, racks on, racks on racks on racks on racks on racks. Who am I? Hey, when that song came out, I remember where I was. It was in Atlanta. It was like racks on racks on racks. <laughs> that's, that's some of the best songs I've ever heard. Yeah, uh, Gotta Have It is what we're talking about by Jay-Z and Kanye. Uh, and then uh, he says, I'm just make, making money laying raps on tracks on tracks on tracks. Evander Kane of the uh, Winnipeg Jets, thank you very much for joining me. Uh, for those of you who want to um, follow along with his, his wonderful life and uh, see this handsome dude on Twitter, it's at EK9Jets, all one word, EK9Jets. And uh, currently residing in Vancouver. I might be out there in the next little bit, so I'll definitely hit you up. And we have to do, I got to write a bit for you and I to do very soon. Sounds good. Maybe we'll, do, uh, maybe we'll do a Valentine's Day thing. I mean, if you guys aren't working, even, even if you are working, I have like, I need to do, I need to work on a, a you know, Valentine's You know what? Let's do that, Cabby. A Valentine's I, Day I, one? I, I, got, I got a few ideas of my own that uh, <laughs> I, I'll run by, we'll, we'll run by in person together. Perfect. We will collaborate. Sounds good, man. Okay, I appreciate having me on. It's refreshing to talk to uh, talk to you. I appreciate that, man. And uh, you know, happy New Year to you. And I hope you get back to work real soon. And then just keep tearing it up like uh, like you know you you can. All right, I appreciate it, man. All right, take we'll care, talk dude. To you later. For sure. Okay, you too. Thank you for listening to Cabby Presents the podcast.